0: Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, presented, of course, by DraftKings Sportsbook. Thank goodness for those guys. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, classic journeyman, got a bunch of podcasts now. Last night, Warren Sharp was incredible on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, talking strength of schedule, why that matters. He put out his initial strength of schedule rankings, which are critically important. We'll get into that a little bit on today's show. Next week, Steve and I are going to go full bore into season win totals, which should be amazing. And yes, we are recording this a day earlier than we normally do. Not necessarily because of the national championship game today, or even the masters primarily because I'm traveling tomorrow out to Los Angeles for the NFL's broadcast boot camp, but it is very, very fortuitous timing, which is why we are joined by my buddy, Will Brinson, at Will Brinson, from the Pick 6 podcast. You guys all already know Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Contest at the Westgate, kind of a big deal, at Fezzik Sports and only at Fezzik Sports. Will is at Will Brinson. Will, is pick six daily, even in the off season.
1: Every day for the rest of my life, Ross. Now, we're, uh, yeah, so we um we actually go live on YouTube at 1 p.m. every day, and then the show comes out in audio form the next day. So if people are dying to hang out and chat, live chat, talk about football in the, the heart of July, we will be there at 1 p.m. every day. I might not be there in July, but or maybe I might not be there in June, but yeah, I'll, I'll be there most of the time. About how long do your shows go? Well, I mean, in a, in a perfect world, we'd like to make them 30 minutes, but I can't shut up, so they're usually 45 to an hour. <laughs> and, we'll have some right. bizarre, and we'll have some bizarre, like, oh, look at that squirrel type tangent where we end up, you know, talking about, like, what, you know, if you had to pick one food to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be, stuff like that, so.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. But that, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> see, <what> <laughs> I can see where you're coming from, though. All right. So I brought Will in for a bunch of different reasons. One is, I know he's a big golf guy. I know he likes betting on golf. We've got the Masters this week. Uh, we also have the National Championship this week. I got to ask you, Will, just knowing you're born and raised in North Carolina, you went to NC State, what, what were your emotions like Saturday? Who were you rooting for? Do you hate both teams? I'm just curious.
1: Uh, rooting heavily for Duke. I, I'll point out, too, I've got a um, – and this is not like I'm some sharp uh, college basketball better, but I've got a 95-1 to 1 Carolina to win the title ticket that I took uh, back before the ACC tournament purely as an emotional hedge. Like, all right, Carolina's 95-1. to 1, Maybe they win the title. I mean, they're probably not going to, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on that because if they do somehow make a run, I've got a little emotional hedge. Now I look pretty smart if they win tonight. Um, I'm still rooting for Can- – like, I'm rooting for Kansas. Like I have a ninety-five to one ticket on Carolina. I, I, okay, maybe I'm, I might be fine. I, I'd be fine with either result, I guess. Either Carolina has their heart broken, or I get paid. Um, but yeah, rooting for Duke for sure. Was watching with a bunch of state friends. Actually, the guy's house we were at, his his wife is a um, was wearing a Carolina jersey, but she wasn't like being obnoxious about it. And then one of his neighbor came over, and he's a Duke alum and had a bunch of money on Duke. And the just the sort of the emptiness. After that game was was a, it was t- it was a tough scene. We screwed it out pretty quick. I mean, it, it was like it sucks because as a state fan, you're watching and you're rooting for. It, it was a great game, like one of the all time great games. And then at still after the game, I felt like that empty pit of despair, despite not actually losing the game. So that's where it's at. It's 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 really just hellscape for me at this point. So
0: I am so intrigued by so many different layers of this. Some Carolina fans were debating this with me, Steve, but. They're an eight seed, and they already
1: won at Cameron Indoor. And Coach K's last game—they ruined the end of Coach K's career. Like they have permanent bragging rights. It's unbelievable. Forever, forever. Duke. Like
0: I felt like they were almost playing with house money a little bit Saturday night. Whereas Duke, you knew like that game, they needed that win, like that. That game is, if they win that one, then losing the last one at Cameron Indoor is not as big of a deal. They beat him in the Final Four, but now it's like Carolina fans can bring that up against Duke forever, which is brutal. Um, Here's my question, though, Steve. This is why I have Steve, Will. (laughs) Will has a 95-1 to North Carolina to win the whole thing ticket, Steve. What should he be doing right now? with that ticket
2: or with Kansas, give me the math, Steve. It kind of all depends. Did he bet a thousand dollars or did he bet a hundred dollars? How much of this is significant life-changing money. I actually prefer North Carolina slightly. So I think that a, a bet on Kansas is probably a negative expectation bet. And I hate to make negative expectation bets. And you have to bet them on the money line because you don't want to get middled and lose both bets. Right. Um, having said that, we've got a little bit of what happens in the Super Bowl where we get depressed money lines. In the championship game, you get a whole bunch of recreational bettors, and they're going to bet Carolina to win the game, not Carolina plus the four. So I, I see it like the world's squarest book. I need to identify one book as the squarest book. I would never embarrass Delaware Downs that way. Um, <laughs> I just did. But they're at minus 180. So they're like the very cheapest. So which shows they've got the square, the squarest of the square customers. So if you can get a minus 180 and a four-point favorite, that's pretty darn cheap. And certainly the Mirage is minus 185. So you are getting a bargain compared to a typical four-point favorite. I'm A-OK with if you have $100. Well, let's go ahead and make a $1,000. Let's risk. I, 80, I don't, I would 50 say
1: 50. I, I would say I have either, I think it's either a quarter or a half unit on it. Like I bet it like a long time ago. I know it's there. I'm not, and, and again, bear in mind that if Carolina loses tonight, I feel good in, inside. Like my, like, like I, I feel like I've won if they lose, but I also feel like I won if they win. You, you right. know interesting.
2: Steve, Steve, just say it's a hundred bucks.
0: Just, just for yeah. easy math. Say it's, it's a hundred, hundred
2: bucks. We're going to win. A, we're going to go ahead and bet it. We're going to risk 1800, 1850 to win a thousand uh, yeah, on like Kansas that. and, We still have a huge position on Duke, but we make ten to one on our money if um, if it goes south on us. Either way, we're extending. Wait, wait. Explain the math to me again. What you're putting? How much on Kansas? Why? Well, initially we risked a hundred at ninety-five to one to win ninety-five hundred. Now we're going to take eighteen hundred and fifty to make a thousand on Kansas. So we're not going to make ninety-five hundred anymore. We're going to give back eighteen fifty, but we're still going to make. No, seventy-seven hundred dollars. So if 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 um, if UNC wins,
0: if if the heels win, you get seventy-seven hundred.
2: And if UNC loses, well, we lose our hundred dollars, which we would spend for dinner. So that doesn't even count for anything. But we salvage a thousand bucks, and we feel good about our investment. And you know, part of this psychologically, I think it's important. You make a bet like that. You're right. You get all the way to the finals. You don't want to, like, the day after, say, I got nothing out of this deal. You want to go ahead and at least secure a solid profit.
1: Yeah, and, and again, it's important to note that this is a different scenario with me because I will like if Carolina loses, I will feel emotionally happy despite losing that money. That's which I know it's weird, but that like it was an emotional hedge from Jump Street before the ACC tournament, and now it's just giving me a. I've got I've got the position I wanted if Carolina ended up doing this. I I would be. I would be on in like in a bad bad mental place if I had not bet this, and Carolina made this run. Like I wouldn't
2: know what to do right now. You know, I I got to comment on this bad mental place. Too. I'm going to make fun of. I think all the men in the world are going to get angry at me. Men suck emotionally when it comes to teams. What is wrong with all you guys? You hear people say, "If my Blackhawks lose, I'm going to be depressed all week." You know, there's people out there that have to care for like two like. Aging parents with disabilities. There's people with special needs children that work two jobs and take care of them. The goddamn Blackhawks don't matter at all compared to what's important in life. And if they do to you and you're depressed all week, your priorities suck. And it's yep. time to reprioritize. No one, no one, no one denies this. I'm not,
1: I would cut off, I'm not saying I would cut off two fingers to get Jay Wright to NC State. I'm just saying that, like you know, I, my priorities are screwed up for sure. Can, dude, he is an unbelievable
0: coach. That's a great coach, yeah unbelievable all right so you said something interesting though steve and this is the last thing i'm going to say about the national championship game because we usually record the show on tuesdays so i don't know how many people are even looking for it today why do you like unc that surprises me a little bit i kind of feel like they're poised for a letdown kansas looked awesome i'm surprised to hear you say that although i guess i will say this i've watched unc play like four games this year okay Twice when they played Duke and two other teams, two other games in the tournament, they're like the greatest team I've ever seen. I mean, I don't know how they were in eight seed. I've watched them play like five games. They've been unbelievable. Like Caleb Love kit. like they've been unreal. So why do you like UNC? Is that why you're
2: wearing that shirt? The I, I I'm wearing I'm wearing the shirt because like Ross texted me. He's like, you know we're on, we're on right now, Steve, and I'm like right out of the shower. So I'm like, it, it, it was the first one in my closet, so that, but it does match. Um, over the course of the season, Kansas has been better by about four points, but you have to wait the most recent games more significantly than how the teams were playing back in November December. And if you look at just like the last 20 games that North Carolina has played, they've been as good as anybody, no question about it. And... You bring up some great points, Ross. It's a terrible spot. You just beat your arch rival on the late game on Saturday night. Now you got to wheel back. How much is that worth? It might be worth a point. I'm not so sure that Kansas is more than two points better at most than North Carolina. Call it call it a point and a half. So I'll give them a point for the spot. I get to two and a half. One night in Bangkok is not 100%. Fine. I'll give it another half point. Now I get to three. I still only get to three. So... If the line should be three and I'm catching four, well, there's just enough value to make it profitable to, to go ahead and play a North Carolina. And my, I might add also, this Kansas team got a dream draw. The committee, I don't know how they paid off the committee. <laughs> but not only did they get the weakest region I have ever seen in terms of the two, the three, the four seeds were all completely overvalued. So like they got to play Providence, a four seed that wasn't even a top 20 team in power ratings, not even close. They got a, what, a Creighton team with their two best players injured. Um, then they got, they got to beat another opponent with one with a key injury. So across the board, Kansas has absolutely not been tested. They haven't beaten a team that was a top 20 quality team. Villanova certainly wasn't with more out. So if they haven't beaten a top 20 team in terms of strength, now North Carolina is certainly a top 20 team. So this will be their biggest test by far.
1: And just just to point out on Carolina, by the way, and the reason why I think they they fell in the eye, the reason why they're
2: they're they're an eight seed.
1: I mean, this is a team that lost by twenty two to Wake Forest on the Wake Forest on the road, who didn't even make the tournament. They nearly lost by thirty at Miami. Um, they got blown out by twenty at home against Duke in a major rivalry game. And these were all, you know, as the NFL season is winding up in college basketball, is starting. You know, we're in conference games and they're they're high high visibility games. People, Carolina fans were like. Ready to be out on Hubert Davis, like it, halfway through the season, and then this run that they went on. Obviously, you know it, it. You know you point to the game in Cameron that I think that kickstarted their belief that they could win anywhere against anyone. Uh, but they had won a few, you know, fairly easy games. They, they beat the crap out of State, uh, handled Louisville, Syracuse, and then they had that tournament run. And I just think that it's they're just they're just all kind of came together. Baycott is a different player. Brady Manick is unbelievable he's just hitting everything from three rj davis has had these out-of-body games during this tournament and then caleb love is you know just an elite scorer and then you have leaky black who's a fantastic defender maybe one of the best so this team just kind of coalesced at the right time so i love april not
0: as much for the masters as we're going to talk about momentarily or even the college football or college basketball final four i like it because it's grilling season and because I will be going to the Penn State Blue-White game, because I never get to tailgate, but I will tailgate at the Penn State Blue-White game, and I will bring my food from Omaha Steaks. I will bring the sampler. If you visit omahasteaks.com, enter even into the search bar and order the Omaha Steaks sampler today. You'll save over 50%, plus you'll get 12 Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. The negative of being a broadcaster, I never really get to tailgate. That's why I go to a spring game. I I don't even need to go. I don't care about seeing any football players at the Penn State Blue-White game. I want to grill my unbelievable Omaha Steaks delicious food. You'll save over 50% plus. You'll get 12 Omaha Steaks burgers free. Look, it has butcher-cut filet mignons delicious caramel apple tartlets, everything in between. Every order is backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee to deliver perfection in every bite. Visit omahasteaks.com, type keyword even in the search bar, and order today. Cannot wait. All right.
2: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
0: Will, what are we ordering for Masters betting? I kind of know how Steve rolls when it comes to golf betting, but I don't want to give you that hint yet. I want to know how you're approaching it.
1: So uh, I was like frantically looking to like, all right, which, wait, which sports books? Are, right, it's DraftKings. There's like the logos are everywhere. So we'll, I'll look at the DraftKings. I, I think it's for me. So my it, it, the Masters is, is difficult because over the course of this golf season so far, the two guys that I really, really had interest in betting at Augusta have seen their odds come crashing down. Now, and full disclosure, I have a lot of Scotty Scheffler in the 30s. Scotty Scheffler has won 3 times since the restart. He, he is it is he finally won at um, at Waste Management and the floodgates have opened. Scotty is an elite golfer. He has every skill set that could work at Augusta. If he gets the putter rolling and I think putting is a fairly negligible um, you know just in terms of like, if you get hot putting, you get hot putting, but it's not, I don't think you can necessarily decide, okay, this guy is a good fit as a putter on these specific greens. Now you, you can be familiar with the greens and that certainly helps. Um, Cam Smith is the other guy who won the PGA championship. He's now 14 to one. I can't bet Scotty at 12 to one on DraftKings Sportsbook. That is, I mean, he's the second favorite behind ROM. I can't bet uh, Cam Smith at 14 to one either. I would start to get interest in the 20 to one range. Uh, Brooks Kepka has played well. Um, in you know he doesn't have he doesn't have a green jacket, but he does have I believe two top fives in his last three starts here at Augusta, or at least two top tens. And he's a big game hunter. He's shown elite skill set in a in a return from injury over the past few weeks. So that intrigues me. Colin Morikawa at twenty to one. I know he's only I think his top, best finish here is fourteenth, but twenty to one for Colin, who can just get absolutely white hot. Uh, I, I'm extremely intrigued in and. You know, frankly, Will Zalatoris at 35 to 1, no interest in Hideki Matsuyama, no interest in Bryson. Bryson 45 to 1 is kind of crazy. So, Will, like,
0: here's my question. You got Scotty Schreffler in 30, like 30 plus to 1 to win the Masters. When? Uh,
1: Back in the middle. I believe it was during the waste management when he was playing well. And, like, look, I'm a Scotty, like, Scotty Schreffler is my favorite golfer on the planet. So, when he, it looked like he might win the waste management, that's when. If you see, if guys win tournaments early in the year, their master's odds are going to come down. But you can get better value on them if you grab them during the tournament before they win. So, So Steve,
0: this is where you say that there's very, let me just guess, if I'm wrong, you can tell me, very little value in what the odds are for guys to win it now and that if you were going to take these guys like Scotty Treffler, you needed to take them when Will did during the waste
2: management. Exactly. We'll just pull back the curtain on how pro bettors actually win. They win when a guy, a dude, who's a very good golfer, not a great golfer, is suddenly becoming a great golfer in terms of his form. He's about to win a tournament. Everyone is betting the NFL playoffs and not paying any attention. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is that day. (laughs) There you go. And you go ahead and you catch the book with their pants down and you grab – a dude at 30 to one, that should be 18 to one. And now but guess what? Now, what happens is that, oh, you've given him out. So now you're pot committed, right? You got to keep talking about Scotty Scheffler. where it's like, oh, he's got great value. Of course, he doesn't have value. And the truth is, if I could lay 12 to make a dollar that he doesn't win. Hell yeah, I want to yeah. make that but I don't care how good a form he is. There's 12 other guys out there that are every bit as good as him the top 12 golfers that all have about the same chance. And guess what? You never know. One of these 50 to one guys could win. So because of that, there's zero value on I mean, well, well, you know, Kepka can't, I know Kepka's great major. So directionally, I love the idea of trying to get Kepka, but there's no way they can find a jacket that would possibly fit this guy. So he cannot (laughs) win. Um, uh, That's why I like him by the way.
0: I like my golfers to look like they at least serve their country by playing high school football. That's, that's how I categorize it. But Steve, you're when you bet golf, you just do the head to heads, right?
2: I look for head-to-heads and I look for yes no. So like a great prop, will Tiger make the cut? Yep. It's either yes or no. The no right now is bias 145. Now, I think the no is probably solid value, but I know he's had tremendous success, obviously, at the masters and the like. But when you've got a guy that was all whose career was already on the scrap heap was not going to win another major and was essentially done and then shattered both of his lower legs. I think it is a leap of faith that, you know, Tiger is going to be able to make the cut is over under in his first round 75, but yet there's still people out there that if they see the name Tiger Woods, they will bet on Tiger Woods. And so I think there's some irrational exuberance. The one thing is I think you got to check all the rules and the sports books. Does he have to complete the rounds for you to have action? There's a real good chance, obviously, if Tiger is not doing well, that he'll withdraw from the tournament. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't disagree
1: with your logic at all. Like, I'm not going to bet Tiger. I'm not going to play Tiger in DFS. It, it, betting Tiger at 51 is an absolutely insane idea because even though it would be cool to have that ticket, the odds are just horrendous. For as, as Steve points out, for a guy who shattered both of his legs, now we saw a video. There's been some hype videos coming out, or you know, as hype as they can get for Augusta, where you know Tiger does look good. He's striking the ball well. And I, the one thing that stands out to me too on that the make or miss cut bet is, I don't think Tiger Woods would come here and play if he thought he couldn't compete to at least you know play on the weekend. And he could he could he could play fine and just miss the cut because that's how golf is. But I don't think Tiger would show up here and tarnish the way that we view him especially with that 2019 Masters Championship, uh, by going out there and looking like a, like a broken man on, the, on, on Augusta. That's, that's just the one thing I always think with Tiger. Like, I think he'll be able to compete, in, maybe not with the top tier guys, but at least compete to make the cut. So I agree that miss the cut is probably the smart bet, but I, I don't want to fade Tiger in, so, in that regard.
2: Go ahead, Steve. So you can put me down for an official bet here. Tiger Woods to miss the cut minus 145 for my one um, golf. You know, one other thing I'll I'll bring up, and uh, you know, R.J. Bell suggested this to me. Whoever has to play with Tiger, those are dudes that I want to fade because the distractions and the like. I think I think that's got to be really difficult with the nonstop picture taking, the moving galleries around Tiger. He would be the last guy I'd want to play. Well,
1: with. Well, no, no pictures in Augusta, though, because you can't take yourself. Oh, fair them. enough,
2: fair yeah, enough. Yeah, Thank
0: you. So here's my question. Here's my question, though. Don't these aren't these guys like Tiger heavily incentivized just to show up? Isn't most of their money on the endorsement side? Like maybe this is skeptical, and maybe Tiger's made so much money that he wouldn't go and play if he thought he'd miss the cut. But like for these guys, isn't like more than half of it will. Just going, being out there, having the logo, and so they get all their endorsement money and everything.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, not this week. I mean, this week is about like you know, if you, I don't know if you watched the end of the Valero or the uh, the Valero Texas Open on Sunday. Definitely not. Yeah, I mean, I had I had a couple guys in the mix there, but what you saw was so the winner of the the Valero Texas Open, which wrapped up on Sunday, is the last chance to qualify for the Masters. The winner of that tournament. And, and, or depending on where you, yeah, because the world golf ranking sh- cutoff was the week before. The winner of that tournament gets in this one last exemption. So, JJ Spawn, who just won his first career tournament, is gets to play in the Masters the next week. I, I think for a lot of these guys, now, some of them, uh, plenty of veterans, old hat, it's, it's more about going and, and, and sort of being, you know, being at them. It's Augusta's a special place uh, f- for these guys. The idea that you get to play in the Masters is, is much bigger than the financial incentives the, the idea that you could win win a green jacket right or to you know compete on a Sunday at Augusta I, I I mean yes the money is huge but I think for a lot of golfers the the allure of Augusta trumps the financial like, it's
0: like uh it's like playing f- with the bucks or the Rams or whoever because you want to win the Super Bowl it's like well maybe I, you take a little less because you think you got a better chance
1: well like I mean Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka don't need the money that comes with Augusta. Is it a bonus? Of course, but I mean, like, it's it's about it's about winning a major and winning a green jacket and sort of the validation of your career that comes with that. And but yes, the money is obviously a benefit too.
0: Will, you are the man again. Highly encourage you to check this guy out on social media at Will Brinson. Uh, we just talked basketball, and we talked golf but the guy has a daily football podcast you can check out at will brinson will thank you so much man really appreciate it
1: always fun ross anytime and by the way like i have done more more media appearances over the past week where i don't talk about football and people just ask me about the pain and suffering of being an nc state fan and then like who i like for my golf futures coming up uh appreciate you guys ross steve uh have a good one man There he is, Will
0: Brinson. By the way, you know what I did right before the show? This is the truth, Steve. Athletic greens. They say to take it first thing in the morning, which I usually do, but I forgot. So I took my athletic greens because I don't eat enough vegetables. Nobody does. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens help you start your day right. It helps your nervous system your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, everything. It's like a multivitamin, but way better. It has over 7,000 five-star reviews, costs less than $3 a day. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and Five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash money. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash money to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's get to one question for Steve today.
2: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
0: Ever wanted to ask a professional sports better a question? It's time to Ask Steve. What an opportunity to ask Steve any question you have. We go in order of when we receive them, Steve. So let's see what today's question is. It is from Trevor Chow. Hello, Ross. Wow, this is a short one. How did you and Steve meet? And how did the Even Money Podcast become a thing? I guess I can answer this one, Steve. So, I started the Ross Tucker Football Podcast 10 years ago. The year after that, I started the Fantasy Feast Podcast, which has been very popular. But I realized that a lot of my buddies were betting and asking me betting questions. And then I would listen. There wasn't a whole lot at the time on mainstream radio. In fact, the only guy I knew about that talked betting was R.J. Bell because I would hear him on with Colin Coward as I was like driving to Stanford, Connecticut to do my NBC show. I'd listen to Colin Coward's radio show. I would hear R.J. Bell. So I decided I wanted to start a, a betting podcast. I reached out to R.J. He highly recommended Steve, and I am so glad he did because Steve is the man. There's literally... Nobody I'd rather have as the co-host of Even Money Podcast for a bunch of different reasons. So I don't even know if I called Steve or emailed or texted. Somehow I talked to Steve, somebody started coming on the show, and uh, the rest is history. Now it's one of the top five sports betting podcasts that people listen to or watch at youtube.com slash NFL. we got about a million questions that people want to ask. And it's been an awesome, awesome, really
2: enjoyable experience, Steve. And it's been a perfect marriage in many ways in that we've come to analyze games from different perspectives. So obviously, former actuary, Math Geek, I'm looking at the numbers behind a lot of the games. And I certainly, I have the parameter of uh, how good a spot is it? And I'll quantify that and say, hey, this is worth the point. You know, team has to travel across the country or whatever. Ross, much more. You're looking at the teams, matchups, players and the like. So when we agree on a game, oftentimes it's for different reasons. So if we both like a game for different reasons, that has had really unprecedented success when you and I align on the same team and our um, investments in sports betting. Cannot wait
0: next week to talk about our first glance at the season win total numbers, Steve, at DraftKings Sportsbook. There's a lot to get into there, including I don't ever remember the season win totals being out this early. So we'll dive into that and a whole lot more. Make sure you're subscribing, telling your friends, watching on YouTube, or just listening. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts,
1: RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.
0: A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or in Indiana, 100